Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking Week 12 NFL, going through all the Sunday games here, game by game, as we now second to last week of the Fantasy Football regular season already. It's... um crazy that we're that, that close to the playoffs but there's a some good performances today and Jeff your undefeated streak in our main league finally came to an end which is a disappointment for you and me both actually because it screwed me over thanks <laughs> I guess there's a silver lining <laughs> but hey it's all right got next week but yeah, it's been a interesting week I'll, we'll start it off right away let's just jump into the games Bucks Falcons the good Buccaneers team showed up today you never know which Bucks team's going to show up. You never know which Falcons team's going to show up. This time it's the Bucks. I mean, Winston threw his normal picks like he does, two of them, but he also did his 313 and three touchdowns. I mean, this guy's <laughs> he puts up fantasy numbers. I'll say that. He always puts up fantasy numbers. And it's not pretty, but hey, it works, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, you can usually play him. I don't know how that you know equates to actual football half the time, but uh, yeah, he's entertaining, and uh, he always seems to make a big game for either Godwin or Evans. And today it was Godwin with a monster game: seven catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. If you had him, you were very happy. Yeah, you just again, you don't know 100 percent which one of those guys is going to step up. It's Ben Evans the majority of this last little bit of the season. And then, you know, Godwin kind of, he didn't disappear, but he just had, what, four down games, I'll say. And then he comes back again today. So the Atlanta matchup was really good for them, though, which is disappointing for Evans to not get anything out of it. But, you know, it'll, that's Evans for you, right? What yeah. Happens then? I mean, yeah, I mean, he got four catches. It is really funny to look at the breakdown for as many yards uh, and touchdowns that, you know, Jameis got I mean really is very top heavy I mean other than Godwin you know you're looking at Mike Evans as four catches other than that you know dumping off to Ronald Jones for th- three catches for only 16 yards other than that no one had over one catch so it was very top heavy like only through to Godwin really it's a very strange game honestly if you're gonna have a, a good uh, fantasy output for a quarterback and then uh, OJ Howard with his nice one for 10 just yeah, just never was able to get on track this year, huh? No, just, I don't know, maybe maybe there's next. I know he's going to get, <laughs> we'll talk about him next year again and talk about him too much and think he's going to do something probably one last time. I mean, hopefully not. I hope I don't buy into that. <laughs> but how about the Falcons? Matt Ryan, I disappointed today with 271 yards, no touchdowns, a pick. Just, yeah, not, not good there. And then, um, what Matt Schaub comes in, throws the touchdown to Calvin Ridley. Ridley gets six for 85, gets himself a touchdown late to make it worthwhile. Julio only five for 68. Russell Gage, actually, solid eight for 76 if you played him. And I don't, actually, he was played in few, a few teams, which is, I, I played against him in a league, which is random. He was in lineups. <laughs> the rushing attack, Brian Hill disappoints again. Hopefully you didn't put him back in your lineup after last week. But, I mean, you just thought the volume was going to be there. And, hey, it's going to get better right now. It didn't. So, yeah, don't um, nothing to trust there in that backfield unless Freeman comes back. And that and you're not even trusting it. But Falcons just up and down year for him. 
uh, don't even don't, don't know what to say about them. Yeah, just disappointing too. Uh, two good weeks in a row, and then they just their defense looked good, and then they do this. Yeah, I I truly don't have anything to add. It is right. it is a very frustrating it season if you have anyone on the Falcons. You, you know, surprisingly, even Julio, which is usually very very consistent. You know, uh, but this is what we kind of talk about: is boomer bust. We talk about the love hate with Matt Ryan and and those kind of guys. So, you know, it is what it is when it comes to the Falcons. Then over the next game here, well, Buffalo wins twenty to three against Denver. Buffalo's eight and three now. They just win games. They do you know, just solid. Dude, I am so sorry for talking crap early in the year, thinking that Bills had no chance of being a playoff team. I have right? been so wrong I do not I I don't really know how they do it half the time it is very unorthodox and if you're a Buffalo fan you must just absolutely love this because you're just getting it done right now it is a lot of fun to watch Josh Allen you know he he finds a way and this was uh no exception only 185 yards throwing but he does have you know two touchdowns he rushes for another 56 he just puts up fantasy points he really does he does it's what he does he puts up fantasy points it it's he just always does and it's not pretty but it works and 56 yards rushing the the running attack overall 244 yards on the ground with Singletary getting 106 of them man Singletary's good I really like that guy very very good he is a great keeper if uh if you're in a league that you do that um man I just I feel good about him and I'm glad that he showed it uh late in the year and he's going to be useful because I feel like he is a, a talented guy that a lot of people stash. So it's cool that you can actually use him going into the playoffs. Then uh, receiving, Beasley gets himself another touchdown. He's been doing that a lot lately, I'd say. Four, what, four of the last six games. But still, not somebody I'm going to trust at all. Maybe PPR if you want. Just You have a good baseline, though. John Brown, two for 39 and a touchdown. Follows up the really big game with not much, but the touchdown helps. But that's about it there. I guess... Uh, Bronco side of things, really not anything here. Brandon Allen, just a absolutely terrible game. Oh, I don't even know what to say. Awful. I don't know the last time I, I saw a quarterback finish the game and not get over 100 yards throwing. It was ugly. And um, even the rushing, I mean, Lindsey is way ahead of Freeman now at this point. It's just changed. Freeman hasn't done much now in, what, three about three games he's really been – He's been under 10 carries now. Nah, that's kind of over for him, it feels like, at this point. Just not not much to it. And then, um, yeah, the receiving attack, Sutton, one for 27. Just, I mean, what are you going to do when that was yeah. terrible? Not yeah. enough to go around. So, disappointing. Then uh, Bears beat the Giants 19-14. to 14, And I will admit, I literally did not see one second of this game. It just did not pop up on my radar today. I watched, pretty much watched every game, saw stuff from every game, saw highlights from every game. I literally didn't see a second of this. So I don't have anything to add much. We can look at the box score here. And this is this, I don't know. This game didn't interest me. Like, no, I mean, the, the Bears won, which they should have. But, I mean, they only beat them by five. It's kind of one of those where Chicago is, you know, their offense just hasn't been getting going. I do have to, I mean, Trubisky didn't get, you know, one touchdown, two interceptions, but at least the yardage was a little bit better this time around. I mean, we, you know, you can make comparisons about Cohen and Montgomery, and, and but at this point of the year, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're 
playing well, you're playing well. If you're not, you know, we don't have to speculate whether or not, you know, they're going to be good a couple weeks from now. So I think at that point, you're just saying the only person worthwhile in this whole, you know, really this whole game was Allen Robinson, who played a very, very good game, 131 yards and a touchdown. Uh, He's an interesting one. How, with the Bears' struggles on offense, how much do you trust Robinson going into, you know, fantasy playoff time? I don't really trust it. It's just so it's up and down with this. I, what I trust next week against Detroit could probably be pretty solid, you know, or this Thanksgiving day against Detroit. But after that, Dallas and Green Bay, I don't like those matchups. Um, well, maybe Green Bay. I mean, look at they're doing tonight against San Francisco. But I don't I don't really like Dallas next week. I don't know. I don't I don't trust it. I just don't think they're going to. He, he has it in him, but Trubisky just scares me too much. Trubisky's going to be way too up and down, but I, depends on the rest of my receivers. I mean, I, I can play Robinson, but not feel great about it. I guess um, it's nice to see him looking at the box score here. Like, nice to see Anthony Miller actually show up for two straight weeks now. Last week he was 6 for 54, this week 6 for 77, so maybe he's becoming involved again, which we saw flashes last year. Then he had the injury at the beginning of the year and never's really come around, but maybe something to build on for next year for him. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm hoping that he does it because, you know, we think he's a talented young guy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what what is your outlook next year with Trubisky? And, I mean, how do they move forward from here? You assume that they're just kind of come back with all their all their guys and hope yeah. that it kind of goes better? I, I think they're I think they going to one last time with Trubisky another season. I mean, one last time. It's really – they have to. They have to give him another oh, shot. I was going to say, I think he has – I can't imagine then getting rid of him even, you know, an, you another year like this. I, yeah, I, they gave up too much for him. You have to stick with him. I mean, that's probably bad, you know, it's a bad way to think about it because, you know, you just compound on that uh, error. But at the same time, maybe he does have a lot of good physical talent. Uh, maybe they can get him to go in the right direction. I don't know. Then uh, for the Giants, Daniel Jones, only 150 yards this week, but two touchdowns, so. That's okay, I guess. Saquon can't really get going. 17 carries, 59 yards. Only two catches for one yard. It's just, it sucks to have a player this good stuck on a team this bad. Just, I know. It reminds it, me of the the old days with Barry Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, this is, at least at least the Lions could do something. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's very odd, true. Oddly enough, I've been watching uh, 1990s Detroit Lions on YouTube this past week. No joke. <laughs> that, uh, that's... <laughs> I have I watched uh watched a few games from him, like the nineteen ninety four season. Well that's just lucky that I brought up Sanders. Years. That's random. <laughs> it, it is. I, I have. It's a very strange thing. So it's fun to watch if you're a Lions fan to see what 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 could have been. What what used to be. Um yeah, we'll get to that game in a minute. Jeez. Freaking Lions. But <laughs> the Giants other uh Darius Slayton four for sixty seven, Tate three for thirty three touchdowns. Really not much offense in this game, and this is why I didn't see one minute of it. And I don't feel like I missed anything. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry if the Bears or Giants fans out there. At this point of the year, I don't really need to see that game. How about Steelers-Bengals? I want to talk about another game I really didn't see. <laughs> oh, man. 16-10. Steelers beat the Bengals. Bengals go 0-11. Steelers, they pulled the Rudolph after he was 8-16 for 16 for 85 yards and a pick. Um, Hodges comes in, throws a touchdown, 118 yards. Benny Snell was the lead back today. 21 carries for 98 yards. Jalen Samuels, that was the disappointment, right? Yeah. Just wasn't around today. No, I mean, they're obviously content on only using him in the past game. 
not at all almost in the backfield. Snell, I mean, that is uh, – I'm very surprised at how clear-cut um, the decision was to make him the primary rusher because 21 carries, he did well with it, obviously. So 98 yards, no touchdown, but, I mean, he did what he had to do in order to get that close win. And obviously they weren't able to throw the ball all that productively as well, but it is nice to see the kind of the bright spot. It was really one throw, but James Washington, yeah. anytime he does anything, you're kind of hoping to see what could be next year. Who else is going to, you know, who else is going to be there besides Juju? And you're, you're hoping it's going to be James Washington. No one else has really stepped up. So unless they draft someone, uh, you know, he there's something there for next year, but not a whole lot to really look at. No, it's not, not a lot in this game. Vance McDonald, one catch for one yard. Um, yeah, not much there from the Steelers. Bengals side of things. I mean, a couple, I mean, Tyler Boyd, five for 101 at touchdowns. You know, nice to see if you started him. But he's um, he's kind of been a disappointment this year, you know, I'd say. He was a little too overhyped, I believe. And it's just the team's not any good. I was going to say, he, he had moments, but they're, I mean, yeah. they're 0-11. Like, they're I don't expect too team. much out of him. <laughs> I mean, Mixon, actually, you know what, for how bad this team is, and this, like, it's 18 carries for 79 yards is, hey, take it. Yeah. Right. That's a win. <laughs> right? It's uh, just a bad team. A really bad team. And, uh, the, actually, a lot worse than the ne- one of the next teams. We're talking about the Dolphins, who lost to the Browns 41-24. But the Dolphins are better than the Bengals, that's for sure. Yeah, they are, surprisingly enough. And right. if you, but I do have to say, if you want to kickstart an offense, let them play Miami. <laughs> right. I mean, Baker, 327 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw a pick, but he's had, I mean, this one's got, of course, it's Miami. You can't look into it too much, I guess, but it's good to see. And he's had three straight good performances. You know, actually, four, I'll give him four. He's had four straight good performances here. And the one before that was New England. So, Hard, hard to judge that. And actually before the bye. I mean, really, he's been solid quarterback here for a while. It's just the year started so poorly. But he has actually been solid, I think, surprisingly. If you look, look at his past numbers, you know, last three games, two, seven touchdowns, one pick. You know, it, it's he's on the upswing, that's for sure. And I mean, today it was Jarvis Landry is the one who benefited from it. Ten catches, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Just a huge game from Landry in. So for Landry now, he's had touchdowns in each of the last four games. Five touchdowns total in those four games. That's um he seems to be the go to guy here over Beckham actually a little bit. I don't know if I should say that, but it feels that way. I mean, it does feel that way. As I'm as surprised as you. Yeah, and what Beck but Beckham he got a touchdown, he was six for eighty four, but it's kind of sad in a way that, that we see that from Odell Beckham. We're like, oh man, good game. Really good game. Before you know, few years ago, they've been like, eh, decent. You know, you could get better. But, yeah, it's um interesting, Landry. I don't know if that's something to – you think that's going to keep being like this with Landry? I don't, it's hard to say. I mean, well, next I, up they get Pittsburgh, then they get Cincinnati week 14. Right, and then Arizona, yeah. um, you know, until they hit Baltimore in week 16. If you're playing week 17, you know, they play Cincinnati again. So he has – I mean – I think that the passing game in general, talking about Baker Mayfield, you're talking about Landry, even Odell, you know, you're, you had a rough beginning of the year with the defenses you played, and now you're reaping the benefits because you're hitting all of the, 
you know, the better options, if you will. And, you know, you had talked about how he's been looking good the past three weeks, four weeks or so. Uh, but he's been playing bad teams. I mean, I don't yeah, think that all the defenses are slouches. I, I really don't. Like, you know, I think Denver can play well. Buffalo can play well. But um, And Buffalo's a good team. But Denver, Buffalo, Pitt, uh, Miami, you're about to hit Pittsburgh again, then Cincinnati, Arizona. So a lot of teams that are just bad or have struggled at some point in the year. So I think because of the schedule, Mayfield, Landry, Odell are all going to be very playable. So, uh, you know, that is something to keep in your back pocket, especially Baker Mayfield, who, you know, people lost confidence in. So you can get him or find him on the waivers possibly still. Um, it might, you know, help you save your save your year if you're, you know, streaming or your quarterback yeah. is just not performing the way you'd like him to. Then um, Nick Chubb continues to be solid, you know, just really solid. 106 rushing yards, 58 receiving yards, ran for a touchdown. Just been a really good player. And Hunt's playing, but he's not taking over any, not coming close to taking over Chubb's role. He's I mean, just a compliment. He, he's piece. not. He, no, he's not. It, Chubb is definitely the lead back, but I do have to say, and who knows, maybe Chubb wouldn't get the extra touchdown that Hunt got. You know, maybe it wouldn't play out like that. But yeah. it is very interesting. You wonder at what point Hunt will start eating into Chubb's carries or Chubb's goal line, you know, ability you know, things like that. So even though I don't, I don't really even look at hunt as pushing him right now for it. Uh, it is interesting because hunt is obviously still a very good player. Then for the dolphin side of things, they have no running game at all. So <laughs> what are you talking about? Your, your, lead, your lead rusher was your, your quarterback with five carries <laughs> <laughs> and a touchdown. Yeah. There you go. I guess. Well, I guess Balazs did get seven, but he only turned it into 13 yards. So he's bad. He's not good. <laughs> he's not good. But Devonte Parker, you know what? Six for 91. You know, Hey, this guy's. Yep. Go ahead and say it. He's, he's not bad. <laughs> well, actually, that is, we'll just leave it at that. That's as it's good as you're going to get from us this year. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough with it. I'll say that, right? Yeah. You know, he has a, he has done better than what we thought because he's let us down so much. Yeah. He's playable. He really is. He has been. He, he has been. So, That's for sure. Yeah. Very interesting. And a team that has no one, there is a one bright spot, and that is Devontae Parker. Go figure. Then uh, next up, Saints, Panthers, Saints win 34-31. Drew Brees throws three touchdowns. Good game there for him, 311 yards. Spread them out to Thomas Cook and uh, Traquan Smith. He actually got himself one. But, man, for a while they were watching this game, and it felt like every time they ran the ball, I felt like it was Latavius Murray for a bit. Ends up being uh, he gets four less carries than Kamara. But still, that was... um, you're not getting that same volume anymore, are you, from Kamara? No, you're not. And this one's interesting because I feel like this is what I thought was going to happen in the beginning of the year. And then after you know Kamara got hurt and it was the Latavius Murray show, I think they realized that he is a very good runner and they're going to kind of do the 50-50, like almost a little more of the Ingram you know, of, of old. But Kamara is still very much in the passing game. He didn't put up giant numbers but nine catches for 48 but, okay, yards that, that, again there's the difference yeah if you're in ppr it was awesome exactly right? he's still very good for you as, but I, I just don't i don't play in that mindset so <laughs> no i don't either but i mean he's still what he's still got you 
10 points if you're just playing straight sure. standard. He's fine. He He's not dominating he your league, but he's still a very good player. Then uh, Michael Thomas just continues to be Michael Thomas, 10 for 101 and a touchdown. The guy's Can good. No one figure him out. He Yeah, he must just be. Uh, uh, hence why, you know, he's going to be ranked up there every single year because he's so consistent and good. Then um, how about the Panthers? Kyle Allen throws three touchdowns. So solid game there. McCaffrey gets him only 22 for 64 on the ground, but he ran for a touchdown and he caught nine for 69 at a touchdown. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Try to stop him. He'll he, find he a way to do it. Put up numbers. Yep. He doesn't have to have a good yards per carry. It just doesn't matter. The guy's going to get it done. But you know what? I was happy to see DJ Moore. I think I've game. been talking him up a little bit every week. Just like, hey, you know, he's I think he's under the radar and how like he's been playing. And if I was if he gets some touchdowns, you know, he could jump up there. And there's the touchdowns. There's the two. Because another six for one twenty six. I'm telling you, these last four games: seven for one hundred one, nine for one twenty, eight for ninety five. Now six for one twenty six with two touchdowns. The guy is been good. He really has. Now he gets Washington and Atlanta the next two weeks. I mean, now this will disappoint me after. He right, right, I know. No, now he's, he's gonna. Just, he's been good. He's really, he really has been. He's moving himself up the list this year in ranks. Yeah, and unbelievably, when you're catching, when you're going over the you know hundred yard mark in that many games, he's done that kind of quietly. It's, yeah, it's been yes, kind, kind of bizarre. About him, I feel like. No, really not, and I don't know if it's because McCaffrey kind of garners all of that, or people just aren't you know over the moon with with Allen and in the whole receiving crew but you know they, they've been putting together very quiet good numbers um someone that didn't uh, samuel he is always very very up and down for me he has a he had another very down game one catch for nine yards so the other person that you think is going to catch a lot of balls or could step up uh not today then uh but we move over to what is kind of the biggest surprise today i would say is the jets just beat up on the Raiders 34 to 3. I think yeah, I think beat up is an understatement. They <laughs> went to town, man. So Sam Darnold, 20 for 29, 315 yards, two touchdowns. And okay, like Mayfield, I would say, this guy has quietly been pretty good for the last about three weeks. And maybe now people are gonna notice again with his schedule coming up, Cincinnati and Miami. Just has the I mean he's played yes the Giants Washington Oakland it's been easy just like Mayfield had an easy schedule but hey they're doing it against the bad teams when they need to right that's all you can ask for he's for the next two weeks he's a streaming option him and Baker Mayfield are streaming options the next two weeks at least then um yeah just solid Anderson four for eighty six a touchdown but Le'Veon Bell he can't he doesn't get much done on the ground but at least he had five for fifty nine receiving no touchdowns but. You're not getting old Levy on Bell numbers. Yeah, definitely not. And I, I think the disappointing part for me about Le'Veon today was they scored a lot of points and he didn't get in the end zone. You know, I yeah. can understand it when New York is not clicking and he kind of, you know, he gets you 80, 90 yards or something like that. But when they're dominating and he's not able to get it done, get in the end zone, kind of show us flashes of what, why you drafted him so high, you know, that starts worrying me. But at least he's been, I guess, I'll say this, he's been solid enough where, like, in standard, he's been double digits the last four weeks. You know, you can give him that. But, again, like we said, yeah, these are easy yeah. matchups. I was going to say, he's that. yeah, he's been fine. It's not that. It's just these are where you should, you know, reap the benefits of drafting him. 
in, yeah, you're not getting that first round, first round value out of him for sure. And the Raiders, this was just ugly, so there's going to be nothing good here. Bad game from Carr. Josh Jacobs, 10 for 34. His worst game, I think, as a pro. I mean, not looking, I don't know, have the number in front of me, but I think this is probably his worst game. And so there's just nothing receiving either. Darren Waller, 3 for 41. There's nothing here. Just an odd game for the Raiders to be that bad. How about we just move on then to Seahawks-Eagles. Seahawks win 17-9. to and you didn't get a great game from Russell Wilson, 200 yards and a touchdown. Rashad Penny gets, you know, gets 129, but he busted a, what, 58-yard touchdown, something like that. Chris Carson only 8 for 26, but he fumbled the ball a couple times in the same possession. I'm telling you, these fumbles. And if if the fumble, you combine the fumbles with Rashad Penny looking good, it starts to become a little worrisome for Carson owners. Yeah, especially but. coming down the stretch. That is not what you wanted to see because – Carson has been an absolute workhorse, but Rashad Penny, I mean, they drafted him very high. He is no slouch, and if he gets it going, Seattle has never been the you know team to shy away from the hot hand or, or be afraid to change things up. It could be very bad for, for Carson owners going into the playoffs if, you know, if the fumbles become a concern for Pete Carroll. I mean, Penny's going to have to at least be an ad next week for waivers. Not really a play yet, but you gotta you gotta make sure he's on the roster just in just in case, just in case. You know, this was an interesting day there. That you haven't seen Carson like that in a long time. So, uh, the other, I mean, the receiving side, Lockett only got one for thirty eight today. DK Metcalf three for thirty five. I watched him drop a touchdown. It was very disappointing. Yeah. It's there though. It's right there for him. Yeah, he's coming along. It's still yeah. he's still a little raw. You saw today. Yeah, and then in Hollister. So if you're a Hollister owner, you are extremely disappointed in Russell Wilson because Russell just overthrew a, just a completely wide open Hollister in the end zone. I mean, he's like ten yards from him, and he overthrows him. I mean, <laughs> it was easy touchdown, easy, and you get nothing out of it, which is a disappointment, you know, if you had Hollister going. Then for the Eagles, you know, Carson Wentz has struggled again. One touchdown, two picks, 256 yards. Ertz, though, 12 for 91 in touchdown. You know, that was that was solid there. But even Goddard, if you're in PPR, it's a lot better. Seven catches, but only 32 yards. Running game, 12 for 63 for Sanders. Didn't really get going much. Jay Ajayi got himself six carries. It's a name we haven't seen in a long time. Kind of um, almost feel like you're looking at, you know, 2018 box score here. <laughs> right. CJ Jai's name, but yeah, not, not much for the Eagles. It's a bad game for them. And Wentz is just not playing up to what he did, you know, previously. No, but it does, it does show me. I always go back to the Eagles and even when everything's kind of going wrong, they lean on the tight end and we all know that you're going to start Earth, but getting seven catches for Goddard, even though it didn't turn into a lot of yards still makes me believe that he is a, a value add for a team on such a, a thin tight end. So I'll keep saying it. I still think that he is an okay play. Then next up is the Redskins beat the Lions. <clears throat> this one just, uh, obviously everyone knows we're Detroit fans, but this one just breaks my heart. <laughs> this is the yeah. end of it all. I mean, what? In the, I don't care if Driscoll is playing. You can't let him if, win. Yeah, it's just highly disappointing. Scarborough, 18 carries, 98 yards. That's a bright spot, I guess. I, I like seeing that. He's a you know very athletic guy that had a lot of t- clout coming out of college. 
I do wonder if that is because we're playing Washington. Probably. I don't yeah. know. And, you know, nothing gets going with the, with the receiving game because of this whole just terrible game. Galladay 4 for 61. Jones 5 for 46. Yeah. Ugly. Um, How? Uh, <laughs> you're, I mean, you look at Haskins as well, and they just weren't able to get anything going either. So it's very disappointing. <laughs> just a bad, I mean, there's just no. Terry McLaurin looks good, five for seventy-two, but he just looked. He looks pretty. They had Slay on him too. I mean, they obviously respected him. Um, Geis and Peterson both had ten carries, but never really got much going. But they still beat the Lions yet. So yeah, well, it shows how bad the Lions are. Just um, a few ugly games today. I'll tell you that. That's that's actually an ugly game. I watched most of. Somehow put myself through that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. It doesn't matter at this point. But how about the Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars here? Titans went 42-20, to 20 and they went nuts in the third quarter and scored, I believe it was, four touchdowns on six plays. And six, out of six plays, they scored four times. Just unreal. And Derrick Henry, I mean, the guy, he knows how to get the big play touchdown, doesn't he? That's just It seems to be his thing. And he ends up with 19 for 159 and two touchdowns. Yeah, he... Look, he's been good. He has. He's getting in the end zone a ton. Got to give it he's up been, to him. I mean, he was like, he came into the day, I think, as the fourth highest ranked running back in standard, and then he pulls this game off. I mean, he's he's right there. As, as the He's going to be right right there. He's only going to be behind, what, McCaffrey and maybe Cook yet? It's yeah, he's, he is he's right there. Good. And, I mean, I wonder if the biggest difference is the guy I want to talk about, but the change in quarterback, because I know that, you know, people have been talking about streaming Tannehill, possibly doing all this, but if you, you know, we're giving Baker Mayfield props, but Tannehill has been a legit starter for the past five weeks. I mean, really, if you look since week seven, which week six, he took over, uh, like, uh, like probably halfway through or something, but week seven, Justin Standard, 23.2, then 25.4, 25, 22.9. They had the bye, and then obviously he rushed two in, and he went banana, so 36.4. But he has been a legitimate starter at the quarterback position for fantasy the entire time he's been playing. And now you look at who he's playing against, Indianapolis, Oakland, Houston. None of the defenses really scare me until you hit week 16 against New Orleans. I mean, what do you think about possibly playing Tannehill down, you know, down this playoff stretch? Is that something that even crosses your mind because of how well he's I been mean, doing? It should. It, it, uh, why? Why shouldn't it? it? So, yeah, as a starter, he has been extremely good, hasn't he? He, um, man, I, when you really look at his numbers here, yeah, yeah, I think he's just as good of an option as um, Mayfield, Darnold, the guys we we're talking about earlier. It's you just like. You don't want to believe in it, maybe because of um, just you know it's Tannehill and he just kind of uh, feels like a failed thing in Miami. But maybe Miami was only halfway decent because he was there. <laughs> I guess we can go there. You look pull up these numbers though, and how do you deny it? You know, since week what week seven, week seven on is that when he got his first start? Yeah, no, he's been wonderful. I gotta pull this up. I'm gonna pull up where he is. From week seven, this won't count this week. I don't know if they have it any yet, but yeah, what might week seven through twelve here on where he is in like points per game is he's way up there. I bet at least you know he's probably a top ten quarterback. I was gonna say he might 
I mean, he might be a top five. So let's see. Let me pull this up. All right. So this is probably not going to count. This won't even count today. So this would this would have been like week seven through eleven points per game, not counting today. And he would have um, been the ninth best quarterback in weeks seven through eleven in points per game. Ninth, and then this week is going to skyrocket him up. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go up there after this week. And you know, and actually, that's even he's I guess he's ninth, but I almost can say he's eighth because he's actually behind two Lions quarterbacks. He's behind Stafford and Driscoll. You should just make them one. In reality, right? So, any any had a bye week in yeah, that. He's a, yeah, he's he's been good. I mean, you can't deny this. You can't deny it. So. Yeah, he he's he's definitely needs to be a streaming option. We actually have some streaming options now. I really think that's it's there. That was a good game for him. Then um well AJ Brown gets the big touchdown for for one thirty five and a touchdown. Not much else for the receiving crew there. And then um I guess Jacksonville. Foles doesn't do anything with touchdown wise, but then Fournette gets himself ninety seven yards, two touchdowns, nine catches, sixty two yards, so really another good game for Fournette who was really overlooked in the preseason. But he's, you know, been very solid as well. He had a couple bad games the last two, but before that he was good, and now he's back to it. He's the definitely the bright spot for the for Jacksonville. There really isn't much else. Chark only 5 for 38, so that's disappointing. Yeah, not much else out there, man. I don't know what else. Look at this. D.D. Westbrook, 8 for 69. Are you going to play him? No, I mean I don't really feel good about anyone on Anything. on Jacksonville, and not not that they're necessarily bad. Westbrook can put up good games. I just don't, I don't necessarily you know trust in Foles coming in this late in the the season. You know, uh, DJ Chark, obviously I I like him, but even this you kind of see the a little more up and down uh, yep. nature of it. So then, how about the Patriots Cowboys? There isn't going to be much fantasy scoring in this one. It was Patriots get the thirteen nine win. Their offense is a little suspect right now. It's really funny. I mean, you're going against Dallas, who was one of the hottest offensive teams, you know, in the NFL, and then you're going against New England, who is a you know great defense team, and defense just straight up won this this week. Uh, so you know, what do you chalk that up to? Do you think that Dallas was overhyped, or do you think New England is that good? New England's defense is that good. They're they are they are really really good, and I think Dallas' offense is still perfectly fine. But yeah, this New England defense is ridiculous. They just really are, and that's what's going to have to win them games because this their offense is. I mean, Brady's been for fantasy wise, he's had he's been pretty. I'd say mediocre to bad the four of the last five weeks that he's played. It's not been good, and. Today's 190 and a touchdown. I mean, he was 17 for 37. When do you see that? Yeah, not too often. Yeah, it's just something to watch. I mean, maybe, I mean, the fact that he's 42 year old, 42 years old is catching up to him. Don't want to say that, but it could be. It has to at some point, right? I mean, I think we've been saying that forever, but. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. I don't feel comfortable saying that because I feel like every time you do, he goes on a, an epic streak. <laughs> Then after the Cowboys, like we said, there wasn't much offense in this one. Prescott doesn't do anything. 212, no touchdowns, a pick. Zeke, 21 for 86, catches four for 40. So he had a solid game for you, you know, no touchdowns. But then, I mean, Cobb was their leading receiver for yardage, four for 86, mainly off a 59-yarder. But again, Cobb's involved. 
he's, you know, fantasy wise, he's been solid and he needs to be kind of considered, I think a little bit. So, cause even in a bad game, he does something, but then Amari Cooper, zero catches, zero yards. He drops the one that would have uh, kept the Cowboys going there with a chance to get the win. And Hey, there's the Amari Cooper. We remember from the Raiders. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, I just um, that's two weeks in a row, though. I mean, I know he is he is hobbled, but I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be dropping that's balls. What, I mean, this is happen. This happens with Mari Cooper. This isn't. You can't be shocked when you see it when you see the stat line from him. It happens with him, but yeah, that's about all I got for that one. I think what what one more game just wrapped up. 49ers beat the Packers thirty-seven to eight. That was surprising how that beatdown went. Did not see that coming. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm not that surprised. Green Bay has been playing yeah. a lot better. But San Fran, when they get on, I don't know. That, that that team is a very interesting one. I think that San Fran could. I'm, I'm not going out on a limb. I mean, they're 10-1. and one, But their right, offense yeah. is very, you know, it's a little more up and down than a lot of these other teams that have really good winning records. Their defense is always stable. But man, can they really turn it on? And when they're when they're clicking, they're a very dangerous offense. I mean, tonight it was all George Kittle, six for one twenty nine to touchdown as he comes back. Got himself a sixty one yard touchdown. That's a huge game for him. Because when you mean when you really look at the numbers, like the actual individual stats, there wasn't any like huge standouts other than Kittle. He's the one. I mean, Coleman eleven for thirty nine a touchdown. So nothing spectacular. Debo only gets himself two catches, but turns in, it was 50 yards and a touchdown. I was going to say, you know, Debo, is he's making himself worthwhile, even when he doesn't have a spectacular game. And then, yeah, I mean, just it's a good team, though, that, that's not going to be always huge individual stature is going to beat you. And, I mean, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, we talked about how terrible Brandon Allen's 82 yards were. Rodgers wasn't much better. four. <laughs> No, he made it over 100, so I don't have to say the same thing. <laughs> 104 yards and a touchdown, which went to Devontae Adams. Adams, 7 for 43. Aaron Jones didn't get anything going to the ground, really. 13 for 38. Williams, 11 for 45. Whoa. Man, this is... um, Dude, I do not like how game. they're... Yeah, I do not like how they're splitting carries right now. now. It's still happening. It's not going away with Jamal Williams. No, no, not at all. Not to mention, Williams also had seven catches. He is very heavily used. But that's going to do it for our Week 12 recap. We'll be back tomorrow with some Week 13 waivers as you try to get into the playoffs or maybe get yourself ready for the playoff run. But that'll do it for tonight. Talk to you guys next time.